Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Roving Hearts podcast. Hello everyone. I think we're whole, both like holding back tears here. No, we that heard, was so special to hear the intro music. Our and, intro and we're just like, uh, oh my goodness, this, this is, is happening. so special. It's so fun. <laughs> well, we are so excited to be here with you guys today. I know that we thought with Rove we put on different events and we just have um, so many ideas of things that we want to do with Rove. And I guess a podcast was never really an idea. It was, no, we it wasn't. We never brought this up before. We but um, we have a lot of conversations with each other, like in the car or when I'm at Bethany's or when she's over here. And texting constantly. And texting all yeah. the time. And so it just clicked one day. Why don't we just do a podcast mm-hmm. and have these conversations with you guys and let you hear and let you comment and reach out to us because maybe you feel the same way we do on some things. Maybe you've got some questions that you need answers to and we want to be that place where you can reach out and talk to us. Yeah, one of the things I love about our events and the things that we put on and also just social media in general, being able to connect to people, um, we get so much feedback. We get so many good um, comments and um, just people wanting to be engaged with a community, which is exactly what with a community of women that are like minded in Christ. That's exactly what we wanted to do. That's our aim with Rove. And so this is a great way. Podcasts are a great way to be able to be continually in the ears of people and um, in the homes of people and then being able to have feedback and comments and the support has already been so exciting and sweet with our releasing of the trailer um, that we're really excited to dig into some of these topics and just share um, life along the way. Brooke and I have a deep love for Christ and um, the way the Lord has been moving in our lives and in our families in this particular time. Um, we're just really excited to get into it with with each other on this podcast and to share that with everybody. We are. And I think that not only is our love deep for Christ, but it's also deep for people. Mm. We love women. We love people of God. And we want as many people um, as possibly can hear God's to hear God's word. Yes. And that's what we really hope this podcast does. Like not only a fun sp- space for us to talk to each other, but also for you to hear the word of God in a setting where maybe you wouldn't normally. Yeah. So, so our first episode is called, well, I don't really know what, what we're <laughs> going to call it yet. I'm, I'm big on titles. <laughs> if you've listened to our other podcasts, um, I'm big on titles, but we're going to talk about apologizing today, whether we are over apologizing, mm-hmm. whether we really don't want to apologize to somebody, or maybe we're still waiting on that apology that may never come. Yeah. So we just kind of want to talk through that with you today. I think um, apology is such a, I mean, I think all of our topics are going to be touchy subjects. That's yeah. just kind of, yeah. that's just kind of where we live. We might make um, you a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> and ourselves like, included. Yeah, ourselves included. But that's yeah. where you grow. That's the good stuff. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the things I love the most about having you as my friend, because I can say like, hey, I'm struggling with this, or I, you know, or they really need to apologize. And you can kind of walk me through that mm-hmm. and point me to the word of God um, and just you always remind me to go there first. I think a lot of times we don't go to Christ first. Mm-hmm. We definitely go to our friends first. Like, hey, can you believe this happened? And then now we're starting down a path of of other sin where we're sharing things we shouldn't share about other people and the situation that you're in. It can easily lead you down, you know, the gossip train and all those things instead of just focusing with the Lord on what the Lord would have you do um, and what is the right thing to do here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was looking up some scripture last night uh, that could go with this topic today, and I found Matthew 5, 23 through 24, and it says, So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple, and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice at the altar, go and be reconciled to that person, then come and offer your sacrifice to God. So I think it's important to remember that when we are in a situation where someone has something against us, or we have something against someone else, yes, bring it to God, but then know that you are supposed to go to that person mm-hmm. and fix it, and then come back to God. Yeah, there's a responsibility there. There is, yeah, yeah because it's just going to eat you alive mm-hmm. if you don't take care of that, whether it's on their end to apologize or your end. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You still need to go to that person and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Another thing that can go along with that is over apologizing. So you don't want to get yourself <laughs> in the position of um, just apologizing for the sake of apologizing, mm-hmm. where um, I know that I do this a lot where I'll say, maybe I'm insecure in a certain um, part of my life. Like maybe somebody comes over and I'll say, oh, I'm so sorry, the house is a mess. Mm-hmm. Or um, I'm so sorry, I look a mess. You know, maybe I apologize for my appearance. And really all it is, is just masking that insecurity mm-hmm. that I have. So you don't want to, I don't know if it would be discounting the apology like an apology is an important thing Mm -hmm. but when you do that and you overuse it you're kind of discounting the beauty that an apology can really have there can be beauty in apologies and we're kind of um, limiting that when we overuse the I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Because then people are like, please stop saying I'm sorry. Yeah, like they get tired of hearing it. Yeah, there's too many I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, so sorry. Oh, yeah. so sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. like we use it wrong and then we right. don't know when to use it right. Right. Or how to use it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, um, that we miss those moments of growing closer to, e- mm. to each other when we are apologizing to each other, when we're being vulnerable and saying that I am truly, truly sorry, when we keep apologizing for these other little things that really don't matter, mm-hmm. we miss those deep connections and being vulnerable with people mm-hmm. because we're minimizing the I'm sorry's. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very hard thing to do. Like you just said, it's vulnerable. Um, we don't really live in a very vulnerable culture. Mm-hmm. We live in a very strong culture. You know, mm-hmm. we need to be strong. We don't need help. You know, all these different things. But everyone is... I mean, you can look up the statistics. We're a miserable society. Um, People are, you know, just miserable. Um, And we're not doing these things that are, I mean, very serious. One of the things I love about scripture is that it's serious. It's, It's just God's word is true. And we are believers in it. So we need to take it seriously, which means we need to do what it says. And as we do what it says, God is good and he is faithful. So he will take care of these super tender and vulnerable situations. Um, I think we often have issue with apologizing when it really needs to happen because your pride is hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't. Pride is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, in the way. Yes. Um, we, you know, ever since Adam and Eve, we, we are very quick to blame. You know, mm-hmm. well, it was his fault. He made me do it. Or, right. you know, um, and, you know. We see this a lot in marriage. Um, mm. There's a lot of opportunity for apology in mm. marriage. Um, and so I think it takes a lot of practice. And um, oftentimes I think with friendships can also be really hard to maintain because of um, the 
non-willingness to apologize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, I think, too, um, in our friendships, maybe you have been hurt by a friend and maybe they don't even realize that they hurt you. And I think that at that moment, you need to be brave enough to call it out, Mm -hmm. call out that that hurt to your friend, which can can be really, really hard. I know Mm -hmm. I've had to do that in my adult friendships. And it's Mm -hmm. scary because you don't know at the end of that sentence if that friend is going to be upset and they might be hurt or if they're if you're going to get an apology you don't know yes but the important part is getting that truth out there Mm -hmm. so that it's off of you then they understand what you're feeling Mm -hmm. and then it gets reconciled hopefully you know god restores everything yes so it will be restored one way or another it may just not look like we think that it should Mm -hmm. and i think that's another Another hard part of apologies is the end of an apology may not look like what we Mm -hmm. think it should. It may not mean continued friendship. Yes. But it may mean still you both are restored, just maybe not together. Yes. Well, I think um, along with that, I was just thinking about the timing of Mm -hmm. these things. And I think that's why forgiveness um, is for for us, um, where you you may never get the apology that you feel like you deserve mm-hmm. from the other person. The forgiveness journey is between you and your Savior. Um, it's between you and God. And not all things can be reconciled. Of course, there's there's will, you know, there's wills at play with friendships. Um, I was thinking when you were talking about different timing of things, if a friend has hurt you, um, I was just talking about this with another friend, actually. She's feeling very hurt right now um, and explaining her hurts, um, but also describing where the friend is at and what the friend is going through um, in, a, in a way to try to understand, um, you know, why there is that discord mm-hmm. between the friendships. And I think sometimes that's where kind of like letting go for a season um, and still being able to be restored... <laughs> in your own, in your own heart and, you know, reconciled, um, with like not, not needing that apology from that friend in order to move on, being able to kind of like carry your friend's burdens Mm -hmm. with her or him, um, while they're going through what they're going through, knowing that they're not going to see what they've done. They're not going to recognize that they've hurt you or how much that hurt you because they're so deep into their own grief or their own issue or their own situation um, where like, you know, you have to kind of walk through that together. Like you said, you you do need to bring that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, friendships are two ways. So it cannot be where the one friend is always hurting mm-hmm. and the other friend is always just dealing with the hurt because that person is always perpetually in mm-hmm. a state of disarray or whatever. Which happens too. It friendships. absolutely does happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, you know, there might be a time to cut off or a time to set boundaries because mm-hmm. those are legitimate things that need to be in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think really good friends that are able to walk together for a very long time, um, you're not always going to be in the same season. You know, I know, um, I know one of the topics that's really difficult in friendships is, you know, getting married. The timeline of getting married and having babies is completely different for some people. So sometimes it's really hard for friends to walk through all their friends having kids and you never are. And then, and then you do, or there's losses or there's just all kinds of 
all kinds of things that people walk through. Um, so I definitely think we need to bring those things up and be able to have a conversation. And these should be happening in person and not over yes, text. Not over That's text. another thing too. Um, our Bible teacher was just talking about the importance of speaking and the importance of having one-on-one face-to-face yeah, conversations. We need to see those facial expressions. Yes, and he from said, "God does not text; He speaks." And mm-hmm. so that was just like a you know a challenge to yeah. get off of our phones. And um, there's oftentimes things you would write with your thumbs that you would never say with right. your mouth. So mm-hmm. there's also that like accountability. You can just type it out and then put your phone down and oh, walk yeah. away from it, yes. and then you just are removed from it. Yes, rather than just sitting in that moment with that other person and often that causes a lot more hurt Mm -hmm. too yeah Yeah. Yeah. than just having that face-to-face conversation and don't you think that you know with our issues in our friendships isn't that where our personal relationship our personal friendship with jesus christ comes into play the most like if our friendship and relationship with jesus christ is not where it needs to be then our other friendships and relationships are not going to be where they need to be. Absolutely. So I think that first and foremost, if we are, if we've hurt someone or if we have been hurt by somebody, then we need to get on our knees in our relationship with God. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he says he is a very present and perfect help in time Mm -hmm. of need. So if I'm in need because I've been hurt, then I should be comforted right away by my father, by God, the father, um, and Christ, my friend. Like Mm -hmm. I, I am perfectly secure in my relationship with him and everything else flows out from that. Um, these, these breaks in friendships or these different seasons of friendships or these unmet, you know, or these, um, these apologies that never come, Mm -hmm. these hard conversations that sometimes take time to trudge through, but all at the same time, we can be in complete peace because we're in Christ. We can have peace amidst the chaos, even, even amidst the broken relationships or the broken season. Um, or yeah. Yeah. And so I think that in all of these different scenarios of apologies, Mm -hmm. whether you are over apologizing all the time, take that problem to God. Mm -hmm. Examine why are you apologizing all the time? Ask God to reveal in your life the areas that if you feel like you need to be sorry, ask God, why do I really need Mm -hmm. to be sorry about this? And let him show you what's really going on in your heart. Say, Lord, where where does this come Mm -hmm. from? Where does this stem from? And and reveal yourself to me and how I should Mm -hmm. move forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody brings a grievance to you where you need to apologize, where you truly do need to apologize to somebody mm-hmm. else, then also take that to the Lord and help them sh- help God, ask God to show yes. you uh, what you've done and how to move forward with without that hurt and how to um, reconnect with that person. Yes. When, when Christ is our first love, when he is the first relationship and when it's in a constant, um, communication with him um then that i loved how you said that it made me think of before i respond i'm right. i'm a very reactive we want person. to just respond right away don't yeah. we well like, especially because our pride was just attacked yeah. like um yeah, are you kidding me what i did what <laughs> yes. yeah no i'm perfect no, and i never actually. do anything wrong <laughs> actually what happened was you yeah right we're so quick <laughs> to do that so mm-hmm. having the maturity to sit with whatever it is that someone has said, mm-hmm. take it into consideration, take it before the father mm-hmm. and ask him to reveal, you know, where, mm-hmm. where I do need to apologize. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then especially with the apology that 
never comes. Yes. I mean, that's where you really oh, need to lean on your Savior because it may never, ever mm. come. Yeah. Uh, but one day, you're going to be up in heaven with Jesus, and it's not going to matter. Yes. You're going to be so happy. It doesn't really matter. Yes. So. I was just thinking of all the fiery verses I'm thinking of, of like, well, that's, well, that's fine because I know what's coming. You know, like right. that's not entirely right. nice either. We think that too sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, like they don't have to say I'm sorry, but I know what's coming for them. Yeah. You well, know? you know what I love about that though is, is not, um, obviously I, I don't want, I don't want that for them. I want restoration for everyone. But what that does, how that does comfort me is just that he, he is a God of justice and mm. he, he, he knows. I mean, that's why it says, you know, revenge is not for you to take. I will avenge mm-hmm. says the Lord. Like, right. um, that's in Romans. So, um, I mean, he, he covers everything. Yeah. The word of God covers everything. Right. So what even was... when you haven't gotten that apology, you can know like, Lord, there was a, there was a true injustice done. I mean, yeah. who knows injustice more than Christ? Jesus. Like yeah. what, what an injustice mm-hmm. happened to him. He knows injustice. So if you have had that happen to you, mm-hmm. there are so many different avenues of injustice that happen to people. Um, and he will, he will, that that's his promise. He will have justice. He yeah. will take he care of it. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. he does. He makes, he makes all things right. Yeah. I was just thinking of the Bible study that we did together. Um, the Jesus and women yeah. Bible study when she said, um, that he works in um, Mishpat and Zedekah, yes. justice and righteousness. And righteousness, yes. And, and that's the truth. And I don't think we as um, Christians, do we really believe that? Mm. that he well, wants, we don't live like it. Right. We don't live like there's going to be justice, there's going to be righteousness, because he said there was. Yes. And if because we, we want our justice and righteousness right, in the right, moment. Right. Because that's our pride. Right. That's our flesh. That's our flesh winning out mm-hmm. instead of, no, I, I know that Christ fights for mm-hmm. my justice and righteousness and he pulls me out of shame and into my uh, my proper place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where valuing, we need a whole episode on the value, <laughs> knowing our value, mm-hmm. knowing our worth in Christ Jesus, because he will, we will never be put to shame. Right. So, right. And I think that too, like when we get, like you said, um, when you're like, oh, my justice my righteousness when it's not about us the the whole plan it's god's plan for everyone yes so he's gonna set everything right for everyone Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't feel right for you in the moment and i think that that's what's so hard for us to see when it doesn't feel right for us in the moment when we're waiting for an apology or we feel like we don't really need to give an apology but all of that, we need to be obedient because all of that is going to work together for everyone's good. That's where the intimacy of your relationship with Christ grows. Mm-hmm. I can think of some devastating times in my life mm-hmm. where I've been hurt. And it's even today. There's even things that hurt me today about mm-hmm. certain people in my life that mm-hmm. I'm in relationship with. But just... I just think about, I love mornings. I mm-hmm. love, I love waking up in the morning and I love, especially now that it's becoming springtime, finally, that the, it's getting lighter out. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to wait as long for the sun to come up. And I just think about, um, the verse that says, you know, when I awake, when I awake, I am still with you. Mm-hmm. I just think like, there's nothing sweeter than being with God. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing sweeter. He, he carries me through. He carries me through the night. Mm-hmm. Um, he carries me into the morning. And there's nothing sweeter than just being with him and not, not worrying as much. Mm. Of course, there's still that sadness or there's still that sting of a relationship broken, but there's just this deep joy that is unshakable, um, that comes from the father. Mm, There is. 
we have so much more that we can talk about. But yeah, that, how long do y'all have? I know <laughs> <laughs> that is it for today. But we hope that you will join us again next time, and we really just hope that you will join with Jesus. Join yes. with us. Join with Jesus. We we hope that after this episode, maybe we'll just take a little time and pray and just ask God. You know, where do I? Where do you want me today? I'll be there today. Yes. So thank you. Thank we'll you. talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.